Hello and welcome to another Tabletop Games Blog Saturday review. The bazaar was busy. Traders were displaying their colourful wares on their rickety stalls, shouting into the crowd how they offered the best prices and the best quality. It was mesmerising to watch, but I had to focus and make sure I found the goods I needed to exchange for rubies. If I could get five rubies before everyone else, then I would be the best trader in Istanbul, the dice game by Aldrich Entertainment Group. If you have placed Istanbul, the full worker placement game, which I haven't, then you will probably feel right at home with this dice rolling variant. Your aim is to be the first player to collect a certain amount of rubies, based on player count, which sounds simple enough. It's certainly relatively simple to start with, but as the game continues, getting hold of a ruby gets harder and harder. The whole game is based on rolling dice, as you can probably gather from the title, and using them to carry out up to two actions on your turn. You have to split the dice into at least two groups, and depending on the action, you're either trying to get several dice with the same result, or sets of different dice. You won't always be able to use all dice, and sometimes you can apply the dice to only one action and have to forego the other, but pretty much always there's something you can do. At the core, Istanbul the Dice Game is an engine building game, because even though it's relatively easy to get hold of a ruby at the beginning of the game, you can't just rely on the dice to give you what you need to add more rubies to your stash later in the game. You need to try and get extra dice or special tiles to give you extra powers, or you need to try and store goods in the form of cards so you can add them to your dice results to be able to trade the dice and the cards for one more ruby. There's also a lot of player interaction in the game, not in the sense of being able to steal other players' goods or bonus action tiles, but more in the sense of when one player trades in the dice and or cards for a ruby, the next player now has to pay more dice and or cards to get a ruby from the same space. It sort of emulates the market forces, where goods become more valuable the less they are available. So if you trade 4 pineapples for a ruby, the next player will have to pay 5 pineapples, the next 6, and so on. There's also a positive player interaction in a simple dice game. If you draw an action card, other players usually also get a bonus, not just you, but of course, you get a better bonus than everyone else. I think that's a nice touch, and this deck adds to the randomness of the game. In fact, there's a lot of randomness in the game, and even though I appreciate that you're heavily reliant on your dice rolling luck, you also have to be clever about when to use the dice to improve your engine, and maybe forego an action, and when to maybe take two less powerful actions instead. It's all about tactics, and making the best of your dice results every turn to stay in the game. The advantage of everyone rolling dice and all the other randomness is, of course, that over time the levels of luck will even out, and throughout the game it's rare that one player is way ahead of everyone else. On average, players are maybe one or two rubies apart, but there's always a really good chance to catch up again. Istanbul, the dice game, also plays very quickly and is pretty easy to learn. We learned it one afternoon in a games cafe and played it several times. It took us maybe one game to fully understand all the different actions and how the dice worked, but after that we withdrew game after game. It's really addictive to play, probably to the dice rolling and other luck elements, and everyone won at least one game, making it a very fun experience overall. So if you're looking for a quick game with lots of luck, but also a good amount of tactics, which keeps you thinking, but isn't too overwhelming, then Istanbul the Dice Game will not disappoint. Thank you for listening to this Tabletop Games Blog Saturday Review Podcast. Please check the description below for links mentioned in this episode as well as to the written version of this article on the blog. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us some stars or leave a review. Please also tell your friends about me and if you want to offer financial support, check out my Patreon Ko-fi pages, links to which you'll find in the blog at tabletopgamesblog.com. So thank you again for listening and I hope to see you again soon. This podcast was made possible by the generous help of my Patreon supporters. Royal Patrons, Nicholas Higgins and Sean Newman. Magic Champion, Zeb Hicks. Castle Guards, David Miller and James Naylor. Dice Masters, Alex Bardi, Paul Grogan and Robin Kay. And Shining Lights, Gavin Jones, Sarah Reed, Richard Simpson and Tim Vernick.